Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. And uh, now we're here. We are here. Yeah. Yep. And you know what we can finally talk about? What's that? Moonfall. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't. Oh, Moonfall. Did you already forget what? about this movie? <laughs> I kind of blacked really? it out a little bit. <laughs> Dude, this is, was this not, this is the best two hours I've ever had in a movie theater in my life. Dude. What are you, what are you talking about? It was okay? a, so it was only us two in the movie theater. That well, was it? no, we did have some visitors. Dude, that was so weird. It was like 30 minutes, 40 minutes in maybe. Dude, it was like an hour and a half in. Okay. <laughs> we were in the third act. And this couple just comes in, sits yeah. at like the second or third row yeah. for like seven minutes. That's it. I mean, you looked at each other like, what? Okay. Like maybe they're yeah. just movie bouncing or something. They Yeah. Cause they hit right when it was picking up. Right. It might have been a little. It's when the destruction started. Yeah. Happening, yeah. You know what, what Roland Emmerich is very <laughs> known for. And maybe they were really excited <laughs> about that. I don't, I don't they really know. did just walk in and sit down. It was so weird. They, they, it's like they came in, they sat down, and they were like, uh, these special effects suck. Yeah. Like, walked out. <laughs> this is not what maybe I they were just, from Nolan Maybe they were just previewing a bunch of movies just to see which one they wanted to go see later. <laughs> and then they were going to go up front and be like, yeah, well, uh, I'll buy these tickets. <laughs> yeah, this one looked okay. Go for Theater 10. No, man. Um, We got to talk about this movie real, real quick. Yeah. Man. So, Moonfall, directed by Roland Emmerich, uh, The Patriot, Independence Day, um, <clears throat> The Day After Tomorrow. Fantastic, you know, 2012, fantastic director when it comes to like, big scale, yeah. action, destruction, uh, CGI, and stuff like, like that. And all that was in this movie, mm-hmm. I just feel like it just happened way too fast. There was a lot going on. Just too for much. One. There was a, a bunch of random stories going on. Well, they weren't random, but just... They just didn't go well together. Well, it was just all over the place. Exactly. So you remember Independence Day, right? Oh, yeah. Watch it every July 4th. Um, that was the first big movie, like big tentpole blockbuster, mm-hmm. where there's like so many threads that are happening. Right. And they all come together and interweave out by the end of the movie. And that's what he's been trying to replicate ever since. Okay. Some are hits. A lot of misses. <laughs> I love this director. Right. Um, because he's not afraid to, like, push the needle. Yeah, I mean, as far as the big visual aspect of it, when we saw the trailer, we talked about that. And that was pretty awesome in yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah I mean, true. it was a big a big CGI film, obviously, because of what was going on. But I enjoyed that. I mean, the movie, the plot of the movie got... got <laughs> Very out of so hand. So left side of the, like <laughs> so. Like, what are we doing? Well, it was you know an exact like right turn, right? It was like <laughs> everything was heading down the path. We knew it was going on, and then 
as soon as there was like interaction with the moon. They just got off I seventy seven. Yeah, it was just (laughs) right off right off the interstate. Yeah. Like we're not taking this we're not going to Huntersville anymore, man. Yeah. (laughs) Let's roll into Mooresville, I guess. Nah, dude. Um I did like Patrick Wilson. I did like um uh Halle Berry. Uh, I didn't care for much of the supporting cast. Yeah. Right. And that's what he does very well is that he always has like the main actors and the supporting cast and you, you have a heart for the supporting cast. Mm-hmm. These people I do not care about. Also, <laughs> they underutilized my dude. Okay. Michael Pena, they underutilized yeah, yeah. him and kind of made him a villain. A yeah. And bit. then, and then he had like a huge role, but only for like a few seconds in and out of the movie. Yeah. And his little storyline. Yeah, and then they didn't and, even care about him. At yeah, the yeah, nobody. <laughs> oh, man. No. <laughs> Guys, this movie. Uh, worried about, about that at this, all. Oh, my God. This movie, Moonfall, it's. I was. I, I, I will say this, Javi. I was entertained the entire time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was. But it was just too much. It was. <laughs> it was either a good visual entertainment which we enjoyed, or it was bad visual entertainment, which we equally enjoyed. I correct, think. correct. So so it's funny you say that because I I do like science fiction where, like, the science makes sense. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Now they mix that with, you know, the fiction and going to save the day and stuff like that. Yeah. This was like they gave us, like, stupid science stuff. And, and but they tried to make it smart. Yeah, and it was just like, oh. wait, what? What is? What is going? Here, uh, let me show you something that's about to blow up. It was like, um, it was enough of explanation to where you were still like, I don't understand what's going on. Exactly. It was more confusing explanation <laughs> than it was just not saying nothing about it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, big, big visually stunning movie. I mean, I, I enjoyed that, but they just needed to uh, kind of rein in the the storylines, the multiple things that were happening because it was one of those like every turn was just this big catastrophe. Oh, yeah. Whether it was the plot of the movie or just like the little sideline stories, just nothing but catastrophe. And like you have a fantastic actor in Michael Pena and he's in like three scenes. Yeah. Three scenes. Yeah. Oh, man. Underutilized. He should have been the main character. He would have saved the day. Like, he would have. Yeah. That, yeah. the moon getting so close to the earth, that would never happen <laughs> if he was the main character. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we are discussing the trailers for Jurassic World Dominion, The Atom Project, that latest episode of Peacemaker, and our movie of the week, Ride the Eagle. Teacher ever. <laughs> Why well, she gonna kick your ass? But it's all good. <laughs> so I, 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 he said, "Can I have a mug?" I said, "Sure." I have like eleven mugs yeah. to use, just whatever one you want. So I yeah. brought three up. Brought a regular black mug, you know, boring. I mm-hmm. brought a M and M's mug, and I brought best teacher ever. And guess which one he picked, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yep, there it is. All right, man. The uh, it's finally here, man. The uh, trailer for the third Jurassic World movie, man. This is where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Jurassic World Dominion. Talk to me, man. So, from what I see, it looks like now dinosaurs just roam the world again. Yeah, I mean that's. That's something I don't want to see ever. Not not uh, a fan. Like of I, having to like. I want Moonfall to happen. I don't, if, that, if that comes, I don't like when small birds, you know, 
make a mess on my car. Imagine like a pterodactyl just flying by. <laughs> I ain't trying to have that. <laughs> I ain't trying to have that. Uh, no, but cool. We see uh, Chris Pratt like herding some dinos. He's riding on a horse and stuff, opening up really big, beautiful snow scene. Yeah. Uh, we see Blue still around. Yeah. Apparently, it's his pet now, and they're. It's got a little baby. It's like Dino from so the, it, the Flintstones. If it's got a little baby, wouldn't there need to be another raptor out there somewhere? There's there's some raptor sex happening. Yeah. <laughs> or, or remember, they adapt. They evolve, which means no sex. They just have kids. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Because of, of the frog DNA, right? Yeah. The frog DNA is what... Yeah. All right. There's that weird science again. Let's go with that. (laughs) Let's go with that. Uh, We see some some old friends, uh, Dr. Settler and Dr. Grant. Dr. Grant. Pretty excited. We saw, see, we saw both of them actually in what, like the third, like Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park 3 Uh, is what we we saw both. So, um, yeah, Grant was the main character. Mm -hmm. And we saw Sadler. and she never was on sc- well she was on screen but she was always at her house on the phone yeah yeah so it wasn't a- as fun no there was a scene there was a scene thought, when, when when he went to her house yeah she was married with a kid and all that stuff so and wasn't she there when they were rescued at the end uh, i do not I remember, remember. Uh, i don't remember if she was on one of the helicopters or not no cuz i think she was just making phone calls yeah she was just she the, was never there yeah she right. was just the receptionist in that movie <laughs> Um, she had to get dinner ready by six. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she got a family and stuff. Take care, man. No, this. Um, I'm really excited for this movie, man. Um, ever since the last Jurassic World, uh, Fallen Kingdom dropped at the at the end, you were just like, they're they're everywhere now. Yeah, right. And that was the case. That was supposed to be the case after Jurassic World three mm. when you saw the pterodactyls flying, but they're really doing that now. Yeah. Once again, not a world I want to live in. <laughs> Let Moonfall happen. It happens if that happens. Right, you know right. I mean? um, but this looks like it's going to be a good time, man. Yeah. I don't really know um, what the plot is. You know, you, you you saw you go into Jurassic World knowing it's they finally got the park open yeah. and all they want to do is avoid any kind of catastrophe. And what's the first thing that happens? A catastrophe. Yeah, yeah. And- fallen kingdom you know that they're just trying to save these species and get them off of the island yeah the dumbest thing ever (laughs) um let those bastards burn um they should not be here okay i'm sorry you know a tyrannosaurus rex should not be like you know just trying to grow just out i'm sorry strolling i shouldn't i shouldn't roll up to the bp and look to my left and see a (laughs) t-rex I just it just shouldn't be a thing. Just don't move, right? Just, just keep <laughs> keep up the gas. Just don't <laughs> don't move. Um, I I <laughs> I don't know what the plot of this movie is. Yeah. Obviously, that was a teaser trailer that we watched. So, what's the end game here? Just trying to survive? Yeah. Just like roping them all up? Like what what are we doing yeah. here? And I guess that's going to be the fun part. Yeah, we look like uh, we're going to see obviously a lot of callbacks. Oh yeah, um, that's the. The years we're living in right now, which is fine. Nostalgia, man. Yeah, that's yeah, where it's at. Um, but then at the end of the trail, we get that like awesome team team photo, right? It's badass. <laughs> it's <laughs> they're badass. All, they're all just standing there together, and they're both uh, say like, "Don't move when the yeah. T Rex comes up." <laughs> that's gonna be fantastic. Yo, and th- we got like you know the man Jeff Goldblum yeah. and <laughs> still with the speeches. Yeah, dude, so they're just so good though. <laughs> they're just so good though, man. Yeah, he's yeah. a, you Agreed. know, he, he's a chaos theorist. That, that's that's Doctor Ian Malcolm, and he's basically the guy who's always like, "We shouldn't do this." Right? What we're what you guys are about to do, what we're about to embark on, yeah. is a bad idea. Which is like the first thing he says in the first movie. And and yes, every time we see this guy yeah. in any of the Jurassic movies, he's, he's like, "This is a bad idea." He's right every time. Yes, he, <laughs> he hasn't been wrong one time. <laughs> Will you finally listen to yeah, this guy? Yeah. yeah, we're six movies in, and you still won't listen to 
Jeff Goldblum. That like big ass whale shark thing is still out. It's out there, bro. <laughs> Took down a damn fishing boat, I yeah. think, or something. Yeah, well, it looked like they were trying to either feed it or they were trying to feed something else to catch it. Let's not feed that. Yeah, thing. I mean, it ate. What? 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 what had a good snack. What we need is Jason Statham. Okay. Yeah, he, he will go punch that thing. <laughs> okay. And kill it, okay? That's what we need. If Jason Statham arrives in this movie, it'll all make sense, okay? Yeah. He'll save the day. And then, <laughs> and then the rest of the Fast and the Furious crew yeah. will come through and just drive cars around. <laughs> <laughs> it's all universal, man. Yeah. You know? Nah, man. Um, excited for this movie. It's going to be fun time. Uh, we'll link this to our socials. Jurassic World Dominion. Let's uh, close out this trilogy with style. Yes, sir. All right, man. So I think this is the first. Yeah, I think this is going to be the first Netflix movie of the of the year that dropped, uh, the Adam Project, starring okay. uh, you know, very sexy, very good looking, Ryan Reynolds. I mean, the whole the whole cast is pretty fire. That is true. Yeah, you do got a point about yeah. that. Talk to me, man. What do you think about the trailer for the Adam Project? Uh, it doesn't look like anything new. Honestly. Yeah. Okay. Seems like a, it's a time travel movie from what I get from it. Um, time travel, uh, I guess character Ryan Reynolds is trying to save the future. You know, we don't really know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. You see him fighting soldiers. Yeah, with some kind of lightsaber type situation he's got. Um, uh, Zoe Zaldana is on fighting on his side, so I don't really know what is happening. Exactly. No, well, well, <laughs> which again, is fine. It was just like these are teaser trailers. Yeah, and we don't really know what's happening. Yeah, this is just to get you get your beak wet. Yeah, all you can really do is take in. The, the visuals and the character or exactly. the, the or the actors yeah. right, uh, so visually I mean the movie looks pretty awesome. Uh, everything, it didn't look cheap. It didn't look. Uh, it didn't look boring, at all. So hopefully we we'll see some good things out of this one. But, I mean we do got. Fire cast though. Yeah, dude. It's, it's going to be a dope cast, man. I think um, Netflix is going to be releasing like a movie, a new movie every Friday with yeah. um, like great actors and actresses, man. So I'm really excited about that. Um, as far as this one, I mean, obviously I can sit on my couch and watch this movie. So I'm definitely going to watch it probably <laughs> the Friday that it drops. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it's Ryan Reynolds, man. Like he is... For what he does, you know, yeah. with his quips and everything, he that's his wheelhouse, and he's really good at that. So, yeah. of course, I'm going to watch that type of comedy. This is same team as Free Guy? Yep. Yeah. The same exact team, man. So, really excited about it. It's going to be a fun ride. I Once again, no clue what it's yeah. about, but I'm already locked I in mean, for an hour and a half. So All we really know is it's going to be an action comedy. Yeah, that's like, it. You know, some some science, so, yeah, some fiction, some some like heartfelt family stuff is what it looks like. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm I'm in there for that. So definitely in there, brother. Yes, sir. We'll go ahead and link that one to our socials as well. All right, dude. Um, we're almost to the end here. Peacemaker. Yeah. The last episode that we watched. Um, this one was kind of intense, man. You kind of wanted yeah. to know where things were going to yeah. go after the butterflies all dropped. Yeah. I feel like this one has really taken off, this episode. Yeah. Like, up until, this is episode seven, up until, like, the end of episode six, it was just kind of cruising. Yeah. Pulling a bunch of stuff together, and then this episode just hit the ground and just hauling ass. Agreed. Uh, I don't see the big cow. I don't see what that's about. That was pretty cool. I was curious. I was, cu- I was, I was super like, curious. Yes, very, very curious as to what the hell this thing yeah, yeah. was and looked like. It's pretty gross. It is disgusting. Yeah. 
Like, let's take let's take uh, very gross. Let's take uh, the the Suicide Squad. Yeah, and Starro at, at the end, right? Even though Starro was this big ass starfish with this eyeball, you know, it was still visually appealing. Yeah, yeah, right. This big ass cow alien thing. <laughs> It's straight disgusting, yeah, it man. Was the whole the whole thing, the whole facility, everything that was going on was gross. I thought Super the gross. yeah, I thought the like you ever seen Starship Troopers? Yes. Remember the brain at the end, and oh the whole point they were boy. trying to catch the brain. Oh boy, that's taking it back. A little bit I there. know, man. I know. I uh, threw you for a loop. Yeah, there. yeah. But that thing was disgusting. <laughs> that thing was ugly as hell. Okay, and I thought like for like big grotesque sci fi. Creatures, that takes the cake. Yeah. And then I saw the cow. <laughs> then you saw Peacemaker. And I went, boop, yeah. top of the list right there. Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we're coming together for the season finales next week. Well, while you're listening to this, it's the day of this pod drop, right? Yes. Thursday morning. Yes. So go uh, home and I know you're listening to us on the yeah, way to work. F- finish listening to the pod as yes. well. And then go out. watch the end of Peacemaker. Yeah. Talk to us about it, guys. Yeah. Tell us how the season was. Yeah. Then go watch the episode on YouTube as well. Just watch it twice. <laughs> just, just so you know everything that's going on. <laughs> but obviously we'll be talking about the season finale, man. But the team is set. The team is ready to roll, man. They're rocking out to some rock music. Mm-hmm. Um, they stole a, a, a van. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of fighting, a lot of killing, a lot of yelling, profanity. Oh, yeah. that This episode is just, from start to finish, packed with those things. Uh, so, I mean, a pretty big episode in general for some of the storyline wasn't it wasn't yeah. a filler it was actually like kind of tying up some loose ends as well it was tying up some loose ends um it was a lot of character development especially mm-hmm. with uh John Cena's character peacemaker yep. um i i still like the oddball vigilante as my favorite <laughs> character yeah he's just- He's, he's just there, and he's you gotta have that that type of character, and he's just he's he's the work. one that you let do whatever, yeah, and you don't care, <laughs> you don't care what the outcome of his character uh, traits or his character development is. He's just you give him whatever you don't want peacemaker to do, yeah, and you let it fall where it falls. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, but the dude took a grenade basically to the face. <laughs> I don't know why he couldn't roll that a little farther. I don't know what that whole thing was about. Him. Like he literally dropped it at his feet. <laughs> it wasn't like a, a, a smoke bomb. He's not a ninja. I yeah. mean, he's dressed like a ninja, but right. he's not one. And ninjas use smoke bombs, not grenades, to get yeah. away. So yeah, I don't. He basically, I don't know. blew up him himself, kind of. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Good news <laughs> is. White Dragon's dead. Yeah. Oh, there's spoiler right there. Yep. Oh, no, there's spoiler. Guys, if you haven't seen this yet, you're the problem, okay? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Finally made it to my side. <laughs> so, did you watch any book of Boba Fett yet? No. Right. I've been busy, dude. I golfed for right. five and a half hours yesterday. I mean... A, what do you expect, from it, dude? Yeah, but it golf. was gorgeous out, right? And Book of Boba Fett is not going anywhere. I don't know if it's gonna be coming back. Say that. Well, <clears throat> what I mean by that <laughs> is the series is going to stay on Disney Plus. Oh, it's yeah. not going to go anywhere. So let me get through The Witcher season two. I, I have to still Witcher. watch. Oh I still have to watch Lost right. in Space season three. Wow. I'm behind you a little bit. You are very behind. I've been crushing movies, though, dude. Right, yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. So, and now that it's, like, nice, hopefully it stays this way, it's going to be a lot longer before I get to the book of Boba Fett, because I'm going to be golfing a lot. Right, just the last three episodes, man, that's all you need. Three, yeah, three episodes. everybody says, but I can't, because then I'm going to be like, I'm just going to be mad. 
Nah, nah you won't. You won't be mad at all. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm probably it's not going to listen to you. Still watch the entire thing. That's fine. You know what I'll do? I will commit to one episode a day starting tomorrow. Okay. That's what I will do. So I will get through it really fast. Because I want to crush the, the Witcher. Is the plan. Fair enough. Avi, how's it going, man? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good, but I've been having a couple things on my mind. Talk to me, man. What's going on? Spit it out. You know, I've really been wanting to talk about weapons and uh, movie weapons. You know I love weapons. I mean, you just said the word weapons a lot, but I get it. So let's talk then, brother. <laughs> what are amongst your favorites? So let's get this over with. We'll kick it off with a lightsaber. Fire. Uh, as a musician, the guitar case guns from Desperado. Very classy, brother. And, uh, you know, I figured it'd be nice to have just a neuralizer in my pocket for whenever I need that. Men in black and people, brother, just <laughs> letting them forget everything, right? <laughs> Shades in the neuralizer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a package deal, bro. You can't have one yeah. without the other. <laughs> Dope, bro. Let me tell you about a few of mine. Yeah. That sword from Blade is just fire. Mm. It has that mm-hmm. secret way you have to hold it. All right, guys. If you hold it the wrong way, we'll be right basically, back. if you're not Blade... It's taking your hand off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In Skyfall, James Bond had a Walter PP7 that had his fingerprint encoded to it, only he can fire the gun, man. That was just yeah. really, really cool, and the visual was amazing with that. And obviously, taking it to the MCU, Chris Evans himself, Captain America, and that amazing yes. shield, man. Come on. That thing defies the laws of physics. <laughs> yes. I love it, it though, really man. Does. It can be used for offense and defense. Um, I love that it is a symbol of American greatness, but also what America can strive to be, man. All right, Javi, we talked about these. Are we good now? Can we get back to the pod? Yeah, I got one more. That's my favorite. Come on, talk to me. Mjolnir. Ah, the hammer. I know we have Stormbreaker in the MCU now, but I don't believe it has that anti-theft device installed like Mjolnir does. I think anybody can wield, wield Stormbreaker if you're strong enough. But, you know, all you have to do is be worthy and you become a god when you pick up Mjolnir and nobody else can touch it. I would try the uh, Mjolnir. I can't even pronounce it, man, but that is a fire weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, definitely good call on that one, man. We love our movie weapons and we know you guys do as well. Yeah, team. Hit us up on our Movie in the Pod socials and we can talk about all of your favorite movie weapons. Now we can get back to the pot. Jake Johnson vehicle, Ride the Eagle. Some other movies that came out that year, literally just a few months ago. (laughs) The Last Duel, Joe Bell, Spencer, The Hating Game. Belfast, Cry Macho, American Underdog, and Stillwater. The only movie I've seen on this list, The Last Duel, and that was a fantastic movie, brother. Have you caught that one yet? No, I have not. It's pretty good. It's on uh, It's on the HBO Max. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, Ride the Eagle is directed by Trent O'Donnell, and it's written by Jake Johnson and Trent O'Donnell. This one showed up to have a $10 million budget. Uh, but this is a streaming movie, so the only numbers I found were it said it's made two hundred thirty-eight thousand dollars, and I don't yeah. know what that means. Well, consider it's a streaming movie. So I did. So that's I, you know, because we've been watching a few indie movies, yeah. and then there's some movies that we watch that go straight to Amazon Prime or Netflix yeah, or whatever. Yeah. These movies also get like a limited release in theaters, mm-hmm. but they pick maybe like. 10 theaters yeah, yeah, in I the United you. States, right? And they re- release it on there. Whoever goes to see it, goes to see it. And it's only there for like a few days, maybe a week. Right. And then it goes to the streaming platform. So it's like always a limited re- release there. Gotcha. Uh, starting this one, we have Jack Johnson as Leaf. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this name. DRC? Dar- is it just Darcy? 
I say DRC. DRC? Yes. I mean, that's but, what I thought but too. It, but it could be Darcy. I just need a second opinion. I now that I'm looking at it, now I'm confused because because <laughs> you said that. Right. <laughs> Either way, uh, she plays Audrey. Uh, we have J.K. Simmons as Carl, Susan Sarandon as Honey, and we can't forget Nora. Can't the forget dog. Nora, the dog, the, which is a huge yeah. character in this movie. And if the trivia is correct, that is actually Jack's dog. Oh, no. Yeah. Jake. Jake, 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 Jake. <clears throat> I'm not the only one who can mess up names, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, go ahead and give us a quick synopsis, brother. So this man, name's Leaf. He gets news of his mother passing. Uh, we find out they didn't have a relationship due to his mother abandoning him as a child. Uh, she leaves him a cabin, but he has to complete some items on a list in order to receive this, uh, what they call a circumstantial inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, leads us down this path of, obviously, Leaf enlightening himself a little bit, trying to follow the path that his mother left him here. Yeah, man. I think um, that synopsis also covers the plot. Yeah. It, I mean, really, it really does. It's a simple thing. It's a very straightforward, simple movie, yeah. which that's where the enjoyment comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say a lot, of, a lot of movies, especially in this day and age, even indie movies, they try to do too much in the writing, mm-hmm. you know, non nonlinear, different like times and stuff like that. Uh, this is straight. This is straight through, man. Yep. And that was why it was easy and enjoyable to watch. So I say this, man, let's go ahead and start with the characters. Okay. Obviously, right off the bat, we got Jake Johnson as Leaf. This guy, um, <laughs> he's a percussionist. Yeah, yeah, he is um, living hey. in his manager's backyard. Is he like some kind of hut? Yes. <laughs> I think they refer to it as his wood hut. His wood <laughs> hut. Uh, and, yeah, in his manager's backyard. He's a part of a band, but he's the oldest member of the band. Yeah. Probably about like a decade, maybe uh, two. Yeah, I think it was like 20 years, I think is what it was mentioned there. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Um, favors the bongos. Favors the bongos, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, and that's what he calls his his art. But he definitely uh, spends time hanging out with his dog. He uh, smokes a lot of marijuana mm-hmm. um, and just kind of enjoys being by himself. Yeah. Him yeah. And his dog. That's life. Yeah. For him, man. Um, he does live, like I said, in his manager's backyard, but they don't have the best relationship. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, Nora bit him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The dog bit him. I mean, you know, that pissed me yeah, off too. I, mean, I wouldn't be happy about it, but <laughs> no, no telling how he was acting, right? Uh, it was probably his fault, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. His fault. That dog is a sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we see uh, see this guy. I've, I've seen him in New Girl, obviously. Oh yeah. New girl, he's done some animated stuff. Let's, let's be cops. Yeah, let's be cops. We have a bunch of movies, and he's always as the as the purse as the actor. For me, he's always been just kind of like the neighbor kind of feel, right? Like he's just always plays these characters that are just very uh, everyday. And yeah. his personality, anyway, he puts that puts that out too. Is just like an everyday dude, um, and he plays that really well in this movie too. Uh, he puts that for that, you know, I'm just some guy that's just getting getting through life, you know, not very successful, um, not ever in a good relationship. <laughs> We do find that out, yeah. yeah. Uh, I enjoyed him. I enjoy him a lot in this movie as well as I do any of the other stuff he does. Yeah, man. Um, he, uh, Jake Johnson is really good as playing that every man yeah. who is kind of down and out but okay with the status quo. Yeah, yeah, he's right? cool with it. He, he ain't is, like he, hurt by it at all. Yeah, he's just like, it is what it is, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
but he always, but the, this same exact character that he's good at playing, um, deep down inside, he knows that he can do more. Yeah. And he's, um, you know, capable of that as well. There's always development in the characters. Yeah. And yeah. He's really good at that, yeah. man. <laughs> Except for his character in Jurassic World, man. I think that he was just, um,. <laughs> Trying to get into that other girl's pants, man. You forgot he was in Jurassic World, did, didn't you? I did, yeah. I forgot he was in Jurassic World. It was That's so right. Good. It was so yeah. good. It was so good. Does he have like all the knickknacks on his desk and stuff, <laughs> right? All he's riding the old the Jurassic yeah. Park shirt and everything. Yeah, it was just a great role, man. Because <laughs> when you see him, you're like, "Let's go." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but um. No, man, th- this guy, you will see a lot of character development with him. He's the main character. He is the writer of the movie. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it seems probably it's a truly really personal story to him as well. You kind of get, get that feeling. Yeah, he's the pinpoint spot of the movie. Yeah. He's in every scene, basically. Um, it all revolves around him the whole time. Agreed. Agreed there, man. Um. <clears throat> My favorite thing about uh, Leaf is, you know, his love for his dog. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, you know, I, I know you have your dog. I, I have mine. Um, they're best friends. Yeah. Right? Nor and Sheldon look, <clears throat> they, I very, mean, they look very similar. Very similar. Yes. Yes. Nor is a little more lab. Yes. Sheldon, my, my dog's more of a heavier on the pit. Pit side. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But a sweetheart though. Oh yeah, I mean, big old, what it big is. old sweetheart. Wouldn't hurt a fly. <laughs> Would tear them, them wings off though. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no man. Um, like I said, I, I I love that his relationship with his dog, it allows him because he spends a lot of time as the only human in this movie. So the only other person <laughs> is the dog. Yeah. So he's able to think out loud mm-hmm. by talking to his dog. Another, you know, we talk about having a partner, having somebody else on screen with you. Yeah. You're able to do that with the dog. Yeah. I don't know about you. I talk to Gilligan all the time. Oh yeah. I talk to show all the time. Like we like full on conversations. <laughs> like I'm not even joking. Like it's, yeah. and he just looks at me like, you know how they go. Oh yeah. Huh? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like I see you. But I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm listening, right? but I don't understand. But I do like that he's able to just like kick things uh, back and forth. Well, <laughs> not back and forth, but to her. Yeah, she's not she's not sending it back. But I I do like it though. But then he also answers for her sometimes right, as well. Exactly, which yeah. is really good. Yeah, I also like that the dog is in the movie poster. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. All right, man, let's go over here to uh, Susan Sarandon as Honey, man. Uh, this is a character right here. Yeah. Um, Leaf's just recently deceased mother. Um, she gave him up, basically just dropped him. Yeah. And went to go live with this cult. <laughs> that's, I mean, that, you know. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> and, you know, she was, she's now, now that she's, gone yeah no no longer amongst the living she wants to you know be in his life spiritually yeah and emotionally and stuff like that well it's interesting like you say that about the cult because it's like you expect there to be like another side of the story yeah but it's exactly that that's it she just she was gone it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't like i had to go i couldn't take care of you i couldn't do this that or the other it was just i, I joined the cult and that was she that gave was up was. being a mom <laughs> To join a cult. I mean, I really appreciate that there wasn't another side of the story. But like, you, you, but like the whole time you were looking for, you were yeah. like, all right, it, there's going to be some explanation as to why. Yeah. Maybe something at, maybe something at the cabin, maybe something along, you know, he has to do the, this list to obtain the cabin. Maybe he'll yeah. learn as to why. You never learned. Nope. Nope. I, it had nothing to do with her. That's <laughs> the whole point of it. Yeah. I, yeah. I got that vibe yeah. as well, man. It, it really had nothing to do with her. She did apologize at the end. Yeah. But which it was good. But it wasn't like, I want you to do this stuff in order to forgive me. Yeah. It was more of a, 
I want you to do this stuff because I want you to, I guess, kind of forgive yourself and move on and move. Yeah. And move on from, from all the, from the being BS. stuck. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but no, man, um, we see her, um, we see her in two ways. She has letters that she has left for him. Yeah. Notes that she has left for him. Um, so in writing, but then she also created this video. Mm-hmm. Now this video that she made <laughs> is hilarious because yeah. the first thing that we see is her trying to like prop up the yeah, VHS yeah. Cam- camcorder and stuff like that and you know get it rolling um and then you see him watch the video when he's at the cabin and <laughs> she's just like my favorite thing is like all right you can stop it here yeah leaf stop the video <laughs> leaf i know you haven't stopped the video yet i'll give you a few more seconds right <laughs> she's just took it along along those lines I'm almost like that's fantastic yeah. writing like you know for a for such a, a movie that is so heartfelt and, and probably near to dear to the writer's life, um, you really felt like that comedy worked. Yeah. Man. The comedy definitely worked in here. And it wasn't just like over the top. It just where it needed to be is where it was yeah, and where it was definitely. emotional and needed to be as well, man. So that was one of the definitely scenes. But let's talk about a little about Honey and this amazing cabin. Every cabin has like a lot of weed in it. <clears throat> There was like a lot. A lot. So he, many. He sniffed it out pretty quick. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, he's a pothead. He, so he, he found it very fast. Bloodhound, man. <laughs> and then I like, like, it's all these cabinets, and there's, like, one more cabinet that was, like, underneath the counter. <laughs> That's good comedy yeah. right there. <laughs> he, just, he just looks at it, and he thinks about it. And there's more more pot in that cabinet. And then, you know, she's, uh, you'll, you'll come to find out she's really, uh, Sexually active, yes. That's <clears> just by the out. things that he finds in the house and who he encounters la- <laughs> later on. Uh, but she's really this cabin is in Yosemite, and she's the outdoorsy type and, and loves it and loves to fish and be on the water and, and hike and stuff like that. So yeah. you actually do find a lot about Honey without her actually having to be like on the screen yeah. with him. So I think that type of storytelling was really unique and cool as well. All right, man. Uh, Darcy, DRC, uh, let us know in the comments. Um, Cardin as Audrey. Talk to me, man. What are you, what are you laughing I like, at? I like how you say, let us know in the comments. Like, yeah. Like, what? Like, how do you get the pronunciation out of the comments? That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> Like I, I get it, but it's just it's so it's funny. It's just maybe, maybe they'll like I don't know. <laughs> These there's people that are way smarter than right. you and I that, that'll figure it out. Yeah, somebody might type in D E E. There you go. A R C. Who knows? Who knows, yeah. man? We could probably find that out ourselves, but that wouldn't be as much fun. Not fun at all. Yeah, so nope. just drop it in the comments, yeah. guys. Send us a video or something. <laughs> Voice note. I yeah, don't know boy, how technology works, guys. Uh, Talk to me, man. Uh, she was very fun. Yeah. Like, uh, from the moment they started their conversation to the very end, she was... <laughs> it's so good. Uh, she's fun. She seems really cool. Uh, I don't know if she was living in her own house, but she seemed like she's fairly successful. Just from. Was- from we all we really saw was the the couch, yeah, the bedroom, like the the bay window type and the thing, kitchen, yeah, and that kid. That from first I was like, "You're single, yeah, <laughs> you're only dating somebody. This is right. your your home. Yeah, what do you, what do, you do, lady?" Uh, so it seems like she's doing all right. I had so many questions, um, and uh, I was a little. One full- of them gets gets answered. I'm oh, sorry. I just she's a little forward when she starts. Throwing some back. I love it. <laughs> uh, but that's basically her. She, uh, we just see her in phone conversations the whole time. Yep. Uh, we see some uh, like visual notifications on the screen from them texting back and forth, and which, stuff which, like that. which is really cool. I yeah. do like that. Uh. I mean, I liked her as the character and what she did for Leaf's storyline. 
Yeah, so she played a really important role because on, on the list, and he has to go, what, contact the one that got away. Yeah, apologize. Apologize, yeah. yeah. So I, I love the, the conversation between him and Nora where he was literally going through all these girls. Yeah. He was like, no, not her. Well, could it be her? Ooh, no, definitely not, <laughs> not her, right? It was just like a laundry list of, of women, right? Yeah. Um, so he finally ends up speaking to her, uh, Audrey, and from the get go, you can tell that she's messing with this guy. Yeah. There's no, like, especially said, like, we've dated for three years. Yeah. Like, if you don't know that you remember the person that you dated for three years, you date too many people. Okay. Well, if you, if you watch her, um, there's a body language thing that she does. Where she kind of takes a second after he says, like, hey, it's leave or whatever. Yeah. She just pauses for a second. She just says, like, I think I'm going to fuck with this guy. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, I liked her from the moment she did that. Oh, that yeah. little uh, that little piece of body language. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, she, uh, she has him going for a minute. What do you think she does for a living? Just a guess. So, obviously, they're out there in California. Yeah. That's where Yosemite is and all that stuff. So... Just take a wild guess. If you if you were the the third writer in this room, mm-hmm. and you had to put in the story what her profession was, what would you say? Huh. I don't know some some sort of dentistry. I feel like I she think would be, we just mind melted there. <laughs> she'd be I like think, a dentist or something. I, we I think we just I was <laughs> gonna say dental hygienist. I literally was gonna say dental hygienist, dude. I don't know why. Just oh, wow, that uh, gives me uh, gives me those vibes. We've been me. friends way too yeah, damn long. Is good. what that means. It's good. <laughs> that's the only way she can have like those windows. Right. Man. Those are... <laughs> that's dentist windows right there. <laughs> only dentists can have windows like that. <laughs> yeah. But no, she she was cool. But I liked how she um, stayed engaged with him. Yeah. The entire movie and. He was able to have those conversations about what's what he's dealing with, because obviously it gets to a point where you can't bounce things off of your dog because your dog's not going to bounce them yeah. back. But Audrey was able to do that. Seems and like I really enjoyed that those conversations. Yeah, it seems like one of those uh, friendships, like they just picked it right back up. Like even though they were in a relationship or whatever, yeah. and they broke up, it just was. Right back to being wide open again. Yeah, man, because I, I think, um, you know, not going to j- jump ahead to the theme, but, like, you know, time does heal a lot, right? People grow. Yeah. Well, you go through more more and more stuff through that time. I mean, she said uh, exactly. eight years, I think, is what oh, she yeah. said. Yep. So that's a lot of time to go through a bunch of worse stuff, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> and realize some things aren't that bad. All right, let's go ahead and talk about the man, the myth, the living legend. This guy keeps popping up in our movies, man. Who's creating this crap, dude? God. Who makes these lists? Who's making these these lists here? Gotta get this guy off of here, man. We got J.K. Simmons again. Uh, very small role, but hilarious. Yeah. Uh, J.K. Simmons as Carl. Talk to me, man. Uh, this dude. You know, we got we got a few actors that are like play themselves yeah. as a as a uh, a person in a movie. This guy just plays somebody else completely. I don't know who J.K. Simmons really is. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know how I would, how who he would be if I met him on the street. Exactly. Um, just because he pulls, the, that's the kind of roles he does, the way he acts. Um, this was a fun side of him. Uh, very foul mouth. Uh, very uh, open. Yes. As oh, the, my gosh. As to the things uh, him and Leaf's mother did. Yes. <laughs> the, the sexual activities. Wow. Uh, but like you said, very small role, but uh, kind of leads back to this list of things that she had him doing. Yeah. Um, the first item, actually, where he goes and breaks into this guy's house. With a key. A no- yeah. With a key. Well, yeah, yeah, he did have a key. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it kind of tells why he had to do that first yeah. thirst thing. Um, 
and another kind of lesson of which when you get to the themes that we talk about all that is like kind of moving on past things. Yeah. Yep. Um, Cause he didn't even know that she was gone, which was kind of, you know, as much of a, of an a-hole he was being at this time. That was pretty sad. Yeah. Right. Uh, but just, this dude's awesome. Just straight awesome in this role as always. Yeah, man. Um, he's kind of like that, um, you know, he's that scary character at, yeah. at first because you don't know um, who that person is at first because he's wearing this yellow, like, uh, yeah. jacket with hood or coat with hood <laughs> or whatever. And he's just kind of rolling around and does some stuff. Yeah. Like, he yells at uh, Leaf through the phone. <laughs> yeah. um, That's our first interaction with him. <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, then, like, he's rolling around Leaf's house. And you know the the rabbits on the windshield. You know it's yeah. getting it's getting a little testy between the two. Um, <clears throat> but when they're in the basement and they finally calm down and yeah. sit down and have a conversation, man, I think Carl's character helps Leaf understand that his mom did love him and care yeah. about him and never stopped talking about him. Yeah, didn't ex- once. Again, didn't explain why left, why it was at the, why she went into the cult and all that yeah, stuff yeah. there, um, but that she really cared and loved him. Yeah, I and think I, he, and that was really important for him. I think he's part of that first lesson of forgiveness, right, yeah. too, because we see that physical manifestation of um, the regret mm-hmm. and the 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 showing of I should have forgave her I shouldn't have been like I was now it's too late oh yeah oh yeah man I right, remember before we uh move forward anybody else you wanted to talk about <clears throat> no I think that covers everybody we talked about about the puppy a lot no that, so dog, that was that, awesome that dog is awesome oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right man <clears throat> uh, I'm not even gonna talk about the music this week um but I will talk about the sets, just the look and feel, man. This is an indie film, mm-hmm. um, but has that look and feel of a big budget movie. And that's because, <clears throat> excuse me, they used Yosemite. Mm-hmm. They used like the woods and the trail and the lake, man. And it was just gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it really right? was. Right. I am not the outdoors hiking type of guy, uh, but wanted to hang out with Leaf out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wanted to skip some rocks. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is a very peaceful uh, place where you see, what, two other people, the whole movie maybe. Yeah. He sees uh, Carl and uh, the random hiker. <laughs> I think this is the only two people he runs into that, the whole time. That's it. Uh, so it's just quiet thinking place, and that's where his mom liked to be. Yeah. That's how she got through her time and how she, you know, uh, got to, I guess, live out the last days uh, just in this peaceful place. Beautiful, beautiful area. Oh, yeah. All right, brother. Um, We talked a lot about the theme already. Um, But what I have written down here is that uh, you can do anything you can put your mind to. Um. And don't hold grudges, man. They'll only hinder you later in life. All right. So the grudges that he had with his ex-girlfriend, um, the grudges that he had with his mom, um, just everything that hindered him. And where's he at now? He's a mountain man now, right? He's 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 a cabin in, in the woods type guy now. Um, and he's probably better for it. Yeah. Doesn't have any more of that weed. We won't tell you why, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, which is another hilarious vehicle in the movie. But um, no, I think he just becomes a better man mentally at the end of the movie. Yeah, definitely. All right. That is our conversation about Ride the Eagle. Avi. This movie, Jake Johnson, the man, the myth, the legend, J.K. Simmons. 
What do you think about this movie, brother? Talk to me. Uh, I'm gonna give this a rating. Uh, I'm gonna give it a four out of five buckets of popcorn. Okay. Today. Uh, very emotional. Uh, dialogue driven. Yeah. Um, we have some fantastic actors. Yeah. Fantastic cast. I mean, it's only like eight people. Uh, but this was also filmed during the pandemic. So, you know, I wonder where it would have went if they didn't have that. Yeah. You know, um, I think one of the things that puts this movie through is just having a small cast, having great actors, having, uh, that them having the ability to let us feel what's going on. Oh yeah. Um, and also a great story, a great theme, beautiful movie, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, man. <clears throat> what about you, man? Yeah. Uh, this movie was, was good, man. It was a beautiful movie. Um, like I said, it was a very simple movie. Super simple. And I, yeah. I enjoy that, right? Um, you're not watching like a Christopher Nolan type mind bender. You're not mm-hmm. watching a, a day him Michael Bay type, <laughs> type movie, right? Yeah. Um, you're watching a very simple start to finish movie about what this man has to do to obtain this cabin after his mother passes away. And the thing that kind of hinders my rating, I do get, I do give this uh, three buckets popcorn Mm -hmm. out of five. Um, I feel like at least in the beginning or in the middle, there needed to be some trials and tribulations for him. I feel like he just got through everything was very easy, right? Well, I mean, he did fall down a cliff and hit a tree. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. It was just like, uh, there, I guess there was small things. Yeah, but nothing but, really. Yeah. To like, because, you know, usually in a movie, it'll, it'll get to a peak. Yeah. And then, you know, about what he has to go through to get this cabin mm. or whatever the situation is. And then. Let's descend on yeah. him, you know, finishing the job or whatever. And I feel like they were just all minor things that he had to encounter. Right. Now, I, I will say, um, you know, the middle with the dog. Yeah, I think everything was more internal. And yeah, we really couldn't. We, we really couldn't. As much as they wanted us to feel it. Yeah. Um, as much as I enjoy that internalizing and that character development. I still feel like there just could have been something else. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't there. Yeah, I think, I mean, you are right. But I also believe that it wasn't supposed to be hard for him either. I, yeah. Yeah. You know, it was which, supposed which, to be. Which also pissed me off at the end. Yeah, which she's <laughs> like, she said, you know, I don't know if you did this or not. <laughs> right. She's like, I, you could have not done it. You could have. I don't know. Nobody knows. She's what? Uh, what did she say about the the box of ashes? She's she's like, I put the backpack there. I put the ashes there. How does that even mean? How, why would anybody? It doesn't even add up. <laughs> Yo, Susan Sarandon was hilarious. Yeah, in this yeah. Movie, right? <laughs> but no, I, I, I definitely uh, feel you, boss. Yeah. Three buckets of popcorn. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Ride the Eagle. Next week, we'll be discussing Juno. That's streaming on Stars and Amazon Prime. I am Clyde Smith, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTER Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.